Hello everybody, welcome back to Can We Walk You Out? I'm Bobby. I'm Liza. And this is our podcast about The Bachelor. Yes. Okay, I was really, I was just thrown off by your charisma. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so this week's scenario is a little bit different. Um, I'm going to be the cast member. My name is Tanya. And you are going to be The Bachelor. Your name is Brad. Brad. But here's the deal. You send me home because... You are the type of mama's boy that think um, Brian and Rachel when Brian's mom was like, if you marry Brian, you marry the family. And the last girl left because we didn't see eye to eye. Sure. Just like very territorial. And I'm not down with that. You're not down with that. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> So, Tanya, there's something you have to know. Oh, what's that, Brad? Here's what it is. What is my, it, Brad? My mom um, is, she's a little, she's very important to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, what she thinks. And um, so, if, you're, if we, you know, if we stay together, if we're, if we're getting married at the end of this, that's, you know, you're, you're coming in to the family, right? With, and that, that means that you are... You're not just my family, then. You're my mom's family. Yeah. Um, well, what do you mean? I mean, I'm all for family, but yeah. like, what? Do you, what is it? What do you mean? No, just like you have to. You also have to like you're, like marry my mom too. I have much. to marry your mom. Well, it's yeah, yeah. Um. Um. It's this thing she has where anyone who marries me has to also marry her. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, so you know I have a really important job. Yeah. And I work in New York City. Yeah, I do know that. And you live in California. Yay. So would you moving to New York City then be out of the question? The Well, I mean, my mom sort of has a house already. For us? <laughs> She's just like really, <laughs> she, <laughs> you know, she's, Yeah. For all of us on our journey. I'm sorry. We're going to live with your mother? No, no, no. Well, okay. She's not, she, your wife, first Brad, of all. do you live with your mom now? No, because we're not married yet. <laughs> Brad, can you walk me out? <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure... <laughs> You seem to be fine with it. I had to up it. I had to up it a little bit. No, it was good. You upped it the right amount. Okay. That was good. But you were just, you weren't, you weren't really like getting, getting to the point where I felt like you were going to send me home. So I sent myself home. Well, I was going to send you home if you were cool to marry my mom. It was in honor of Sarah this week. I sent myself home. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is Can We Walk You Out? Can I 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 walk you out? So, uh, what's new? Um, today is inauguration day, and we officially have a new president and vice president. President Joe Biden. (laughs) Yeah, who? Madam Kamala Harris. She's not madam. She's Ms. Vice President. She's Vice President. It is a monumental day. I'm super excited about it. I don't know. What does madam mean? 
I think they've been calling her Madam Vice President. I hear that, sure, but what does it mean? What does Madam? I mean? think it's like a, it's like another way to address like Miss, Mrs. Madam. So you, I feel like Madam and Ma'am are kind of. So it's just a woman. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter any I like mean, like their position in life or anything like that. We'll have to fact check this, but I don't think so. Yeah, sure. Um, and I also want to give. A huge shout out to the poet from. I know you didn't watch the inauguration no, yet. No, um, but I saw everybody posting about the. the yeah, the poem. Amanda Gorman. She's twenty two. Her poetry today, I thought, was really impressive and impactful. What's new with you, Bobby? Um. Hmm. That's a good question. Uh. Not. Not too much. Uh, I've just been kind of. I mean, also, you know, it's the inauguration for me too today. <laughs> Um, uh, you have a new um, outfit uh, style. Oh, yeah. What you want to go ahead and no, because that's my what's new. Okay. So I'm gonna leave it to you to choose a new one or give that style. All right. So yesterday, I was wearing what you're wearing right now. I was wearing some clothing. Okay. And Liza said, "This is what she said. Wow, you look like." You're almost an outdoorsy person. That is not at all what I said. That is you are twisting possibly my word for word so much. First what, of okay, all, what did you say? Switch your tone a little bit. What did you say? And second of all, I said, Bobby, wow, you look almost outdoorsy. Okay, that's even worse. No, it's not. I didn't say person. I wasn't saying that Bobby Hoffman is almost outdoorsy. Okay, so Bobby has on a quarter zip, dark orange, almost auburn. Um, sweater similar. It's not. Welcome to our fashion podcast. Everybody. It's not Patagonia, but it's very similar to the Patagonia style sweaters. It's old navy. Anyway, it has a, a high collar. Um, <clears throat> and then he was wearing. Well, right now he's wearing a yellow, light yellow shirt under it with jeans and boots. He looked like indoor outdoorsy. Like he didn't look like he was going on a hike. But I said if I thought. If I needed like a pocket knife, I believe maybe you were carrying one. No, you, you, no, no, no. You <laughs> said if you needed a pocket knife, knife. Uh, I might ask I you. I would think that you were someone who almost has pocket knife. <laughs> you, say almost. you said almost again. I said maybe. Liza said I appear to be almost outdoorsy. I genuinely. Which means I'm almost qualified to hike, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm almost there. You're Maybe taking someday. this personally. This is not, it wasn't about Bobby Hoffman, the person. It was about your outfit. And it wasn't, I 100% sincerely, with all my heart, promise it was not meant to be a dig. It was just, you appeared like you could be going to work or you could be going outside. Almost. Here's, the, okay, let's. The, the middle ground is almost. In the spirit of democracy, mm -hmm. let's let America decide. But then you have to post a picture of your outfit. Okay, sure. All right. Well, we'll do it uh, in to promote the Instagram. Promote the next the Instagram. episode. Yeah. All right. All right. And by next, I mean this one. Yeah. All right. Is Bobby's style almost <laughs> outdoors? You're you're wor you're working it. You're working it. <gasps> I am working it. Thank you. That's okay. what I said. I promise. Are you upset with me? No, I'm not upset. I'm, I'm feeling a little I, bit of it. I needed something to say for what's new, so I I rolled with it. Yeah. I feel like it's more entertaining if it's sort of like a com combative. Like a, a bickerment? A, bi a, a bickerment. <laughs> like an argument, but um, it's smaller. Okay. Bicker. Not them, a bigger. Can bicker. I tell them about the word you made up? Oh, yeah, both of them. Okay. <laughs>
also, yeah. <laughs> Last time I played a, a game, uh, we each came up with like a product or a service. The other person had to design a like a logo or like a, like an advertisement almost for that for that. And I told her, what did I say? You had to do horseback rides. It was horseback horseback riding. Horseback riding lessons, I think. And Eliza named Eliza named her thing trolloping trail trailways. <laughs> trolloping. We'll also put, include this picture. This is T R O L L O P I N G. And as soon as she did it, she showed it to me. She's like, "That's a word, right?" <laughs> I'm like, trolloping is definitely not a word. But you know what? I never looked it up. Maybe trolloping yeah, is a word. Yeah, but here was my justification for it, why it should be a word. Yeah. You are galloping on trails. Trail galloping. Trolloping. So that, well, that would be tra trailoping. Anyway, okay. trolloping. Let's trollop along here. Let's do it. The recap. Sorry, you introduced the recap. That's your job. We have a script in front of us, <laughs> and Bobby is taking... It's not a script, it's an agenda. I forgot what L stood for. Did you? All right. We have got a lot to talk about this week, because not only was this week's episode wild, with a capital W-I-L-D, but I also have done a lot of podcast listening, and have heard a number of interviews, and I've got juicy details to share about that, those. Okay. So why don't we chat about the highlights of this episode that we okay. that we enjoyed? Yeah, let's do it. Um, you want to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. I'll go first. My highlights. First thing I want to mention is right at the right at the top of the episode. You know, the thing we all waited all week for, which was oh, Sarah, Sarah fainted at the end of the uh, last episode. What's going to happen? So Sarah faints, right? Everyone was so mad at her for yeah. fainting. Everyone was so angry at her mm -hmm. um the like the only person who expressed it in a reasonable way at least that they showed was kayla in my opinion who was like basically said like yeah she fainted like that's not her fault i was upset that i didn't have my name called before she fainted but i do feel bad that i felt that way you know like like that, i feel like that's how i would feel is like mm -hmm. yeah of course like it's annoying that you're right in the middle of this thing and you're like, yo, all tense and you're waiting for your name to get called and somebody faints. Yeah. And then, you know, I understand why it's annoying, but. So two things I think about that. Yeah. Thing I number... think you're going to say something I'm thinking too. Do you want to say it at the same time? No. It's not. <laughs> it's like multiple words and a very complicated thought. Two things. Thing number one, perhaps the talking heads we were getting were not towards Sarah fainting but maybe from Sarah later in the episode. Because as we saw, and I don't remember if all of the girls were wearing the dresses that night during those interviews. Because obviously this entire episode was built around the contention with Sarah. So there is a small chance that they were saying things about Sarah that didn't necessarily align directly to her fainting, but that they made it sound that way possible maybe the other thing i think i think and we'll get into the whole sarah debacle but i definitely think there was a lot going on with sarah and the other girls that we didn't see yeah that's what i was gonna say already tension yeah so that maybe they had more reason to feel like she was trying to put on a show yeah and you know what maybe they were right maybe they did i, I didn't 
feel like that was true. I think she really was just like overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. And that's how I felt about the whole episode. First little snippet from podcasts I listened to this week when I was listening to Rachel and Becca's podcast, they were talking about how it's so overwhelming to be on this show because they take your phones, you don't talk to anybody else outside of the show, and like you're awake at odd hours, they like they feed you, so you eat at weird times, and really like your whole <coughs> inner clock and emotional stability is thrown through a loop because of all of that. So maybe Sarah was just dehydrated. Yeah. I'll be honest, I was trying to figure out who went home, and the only girl that I actually was like, yes, that is definitely a person I know who's going home is Marilyn. I don't know who else went home. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? We probably should have looked it up for the episodes. That's okay. It's too late. People, you know, if you want to know, go look it up. Yeah. Um, I do want to put a little, I'm just looking at the, this is kind of the timeline of my notes. Um, at this point, while we were watching the episode last night, Patrick had sent us, our friend Patrick, shout out to Patrick, had sent me a screenshot of our bracket lineup right now and like who's winning the bracket and Bobby asked to see it. So I showed it to him and Bobby was like third or something like that. And, and I quote, he says, I'm beating my mom and that's all that matters. Yes. <laughs> it's true. I know you're listening <laughs> <laughs> and you're losing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the first group date. I have a lot to say about this group. Date. Yeah, please. One of my favorite dates that I've ever witnessed on mm. this show. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, I thought it was going to be one of my least favorite dates. Yeah. If I could call to mind the Claire dates. If I could call to mind the first Claire group date where everybody had to go up to her and say like, was it like? Yeah, it was like Juliet style. Yeah, something like that. It, and it was just like so, it was, yeah, it was just so hard to watch. Yeah. This could have been like that, but it wasn't because mm. this is a fantastic group of contestants. So that's number one. Number two. Chris Harrison planned this whole thing, right? <laughs> that That's what we were told. He planned all of it. And it started out with him bringing on a previous uh, contestant on the show. Ashley. Bringing on Ashley and having her read from his book. <laughs> that he wrote. Do you want to guess when he wrote that book? 2019. 2017. 17, Five yeah. years ago. And he's only promoting it on the show in 2021. Yeah. I thought. I mean, I think that's, uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> he basically is just like... You know what? I'm playing this state. It is an advertisement for my book, um, which is great. I mean, I, I love that. Great content. And then, so he has her read that. And then he's like, everybody is going to write these things. So I, when that happens, I'm like, okay, this is going to be very awkward. And it's probably not going to be great to watch. I feel like if I was there, I would still feel that way. But they showed just enough. They ju They showed like the funny parts. They showed, you know, some like cringy parts. They showed some like cute parts and they did a lot of bleeping, which was fun. I counted how many bleeps they got. 14 from Katie, 17 from Victoria. Wow. And some of those beeps were pretty long, so they could count as multiple beeps. Yeah. There, sometimes the beep was like beep, beep, beep. So I counted those as you know, one for one. But well, first of all, I thought that. Matt James is, um, when he went first, I wonder if he wrote it or if they gave it to him. Uh, I think he definitely wrote you it. You think he wrote it? He, he read it like he was reading something he wrote. He read, <laughs> he read it like he was reading the Pledge of Allegiance <laughs> in his fifth grade classroom. 
It was like, <laughs> like just the, he paused between every three words. I pledge allegiance to the flag <laughs> of the United States of America. Like it, it was, it was really, uh, that's why I think he wrote it. He, it felt like he was having a little trouble being vulnerable in that way. Well, and he had to go first. He had to go first, but he really held it together. And he, you know, he, he hit yeah. the punchlines. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like too PG that it was like, oh, come on. But it, it still was left room for everybody else to, uh, yeah. <laughs> Victoria really like in this episode, she really, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I'd say this episode. What? Were you going to say she redeemed herself a little bit? Yes, sort of. I don't want to I don't want to go that far. I will say I enjoyed watching her in this episode. I disagree. I enjoyed watching some of her in this episode. I really thought we were going to have a huge redemption moment when she pulled Sarah aside. I didn't think that. And was like, Sarah, I, you know, we're close. This one talked to you. Da, da, da. But it was so calculated. It was calculated, but it was like, it was, it sure didn't sound honest the way she was talking. But she really did. She she like said what she wanted to say, and she didn't do it in like an attacky way. In that moment, but I think she used it as fuel when she was attack was attacking her later in front of the group. I guess, but I don't I don't think she did the wrong. Like it could have been. I mean, I'm I'm just sort of saying like this Victoria compared to last episode Victoria, where she literally would not even communicate with Mary. Like, she would not even have the conversation. Yeah. This one, she sought out the conversation, and she, even if it wasn't honest, didn't just attack her. She did say, yeah. like, this is coming from a place of... Whether it was true or not. it was just a power move. Yeah. Maybe. All right. So, the next thing I have after the one-on-one date note... or sorry, the group date notes, I wrote, Sarah felt dirty... Cry, cry, cry. <laughs> um, and I guess this is the... This is this was about Sarah's interview when she was saying, seeing all the girls um, doing their, their little poetry number after she had this amazing one-on-one. It was really hard for her because she was feeling this close connection with Matt and she's kind of realizing that other girls do too and like hearing what they want to do to him and all that stuff was kind of hard. So then she butt in later on. Oh, we see the one-on-one date first. But that's okay. I think we should jump to when Sarah... Yeah, I would do, do whatever out of order. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so then she jumps in. I honestly was so confused because I forgot that Sarah wasn't on that date. When she oh. jumped in with, to Katie, it no, took me... So, like someone saying, what is she doing here? To realize... She's not on this date, and why is she here? Like, they didn't do... Do you remember, like... And Demi... When Demi got sent home Colton season, obviously it wasn't somebody else's date. Mm-hmm. But they showed her walking there. And it was, like, this huge build Yeah, I guess it wasn't as much of a build I, I felt it was clear, but maybe it's because I was just, like... I, I felt it was, it was clear. She, she didn't read a story, you know? Yeah, but they didn't show her walking there. They didn't have yeah. This, it could like, have been more clear, more dramatic music. I'm not saying they did anything wrong. I was just confused yeah, for yeah. a moment. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, so they did that whole thing, and then fast forward to the next day, and well, actually rewind. Tell me what you thought about Matt James addressing or not addressing the situation that night. 
Uh, bad? He, sh he should have said something about it. But, I don't know. You know, benefit of the doubt. Maybe the producers didn't want him to. Maybe he was, like, advised against it. I don't, I don't know. I think, I think this is our first case of his Bachelor virginity showing. I think that if he had been a contestant and experienced the inevitable someone stealing time from you, especially if it was someone who's not on a date, that he would have handled it differently because he could have put himself in that position. All I know is every bachelor I've seen who has been a contestant <laughs> has done this same thing, except actually way worse. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just, I'm rooting for Matt James so much that I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I want to say that he would have handled differently if he knew better. Okay, I see, I see what you're saying. You're also giving them the benefit of the doubt, just in a different way. Yeah. Ultimately, I don't agree with the choice not to address it, just because, like, it was unfair to everybody. But I don't think he did an awful thing. Mm -hmm. But you know where I did feel a little bit, uh, I felt a certain kind of way? The next day! Yeah. He started. He was going to address it. And then he said, wait a minute. Where's Sarah? And then he did exactly what she wanted him to do. And he went upstairs and he jumped in her bed and took up so much time. He did take, he took up too much time. That is 100% true. I'm not totally against him going up there and going to make sure she's okay. Here's the thing. Matt James, he is so big on like, like, be there for so like it, like be there for the yeah, person, you know for the individual person for sure if it is and he, he came back he said i would do this for any one of you yeah. and that was definitely sort of a defense against the fact that it took up so much time and he definitely felt awkward about that and wanted to like find a way to frame it the way it was in his head because he's such an idealist yeah and he's like someone's struggling i can't not go find out you know like for him it's not about whether she's doing it for attention. It's not about that. It's about, like, she's clearly struggling. Mm -hmm. But she was. I mean, she was. Uh, mm -hmm. And... Yeah, and I, I, I do want to say the fact that at the end of the episode she does send herself home makes all of what she did feel a little more honest yeah. than if she, did, if she stayed. Yeah. Uh, then I would feel like, you know, lo low blow, but... Yeah. She did set herself. Up. She definitely presented herself in a very crystal way. Oh yeah, crystal from Ari season. Definitely, she definitely presented herself in a very like, come be my knight in shining armor way. I don't, you know, I I don't have the <laughs> the um, emotional intelligence to diagnose exactly what it was about her presentation that felt that way to me, but it definitely did. However, you got to remember, like. Her father is at home. Yeah, like, she's dealing like, with on a his lot. deathbed. She doesn't have her phone. She's not getting any like. Mm -hmm. She has no idea what like. Yeah. What his situation is. What her family. You know. Uh, she probably shouldn't have come in the first place. But. Yeah, I think you know, though she's under a lot a lot of stress. I I I feel like it was very honest her mm -hmm. her feelings and how she decided to handle them. I do not agree with her actions, especially her bad, bad apology, <laughs> um, which we could talk about in a minute. Yeah. I was just getting, my brain always goes to how will, how, how will a relationship that starts off on 
this foot, whatever it may be with Sarah, with whomever else in the house, how will that continue to manifest? Say they end up together seven years from now. And so my immediate thought was, uh oh, this is already victim and caretaker kind of roles forming here. So if Sarah and Matt were going to end up together, not saying that they would always take on those roles, but it, that's how this relationship is starting to form. So I was definitely okay. getting red flags. Yeah. In that regard. Yeah. But anyway, enough about that. Uh, I want to really point out that the way that the girls attacked her was overwhelming and I was uh, hidden behind the television screen. I wasn't even there. And I think that's largely because the people who are the most vocal are the ones who are the most angry. I think the best way to have handled it was to be talk was to talk to her individually. Which is what Katie did. But back to the Katie interview I heard today, and Katie said that. She said, you know, the best choice rather than attacking her everyone versus one person was to be to talk to her one-on-one. -on -one. She said, but I will be honest. She said, I went to try to find her more than one time and literally could not find her. Mm. She wasn't in her room. She was just gone somewhere. So she said, I don't know if other people had tried to talk to her. I don't know if other people did talk to her, but it was just more fuel to the fire that she was hidden away for so long and no one could find her. Yeah. And she, she Katie ghost. said she didn't think she had a roommate, like all this stuff. So it just sounds like it was an unfortunate situation. But hopefully she's doing well. Katie's too good for this show. That's all I'm going to say. I love Katie. She's great. I don't think she's going to last very much longer, which is unfortunate. Uh, mm, what do you based, think? I don't know anything. Just based on... So this is what I've discovered. Every person that I've heard an interview with, Matt James, Abigail, Katie, three people, um... <laughs> They've all mentioned Maggie. They've mentioned how Maggie is funny or good or not nice. And yep. that tells me that Maggie makes it far. But if they're all mentioning Maggie, that tells me that probably those two other girls make it almost as far as Maggie. Maybe. But here's the thing. Matt James probably doesn't get that. Like, if Matt James is saying it, then you're like, okay, yeah, she probably made it far. If he, she's one of the people on his mind. But if you're Katie... It, that doesn't matter. Like, if she goes home next week, she's still going to have that opinion of Maggie. Like, she's seen all of those people just as long as each other. Yeah, I guess that's so true. So that, that doesn't really affect that. I now, don't know. Now, if, if he like was saying something about Katie in his interview, then I would yeah. be, I'd be there for it. Here's, I just feel like she's going to go... I think she'll go, like, appropriately far. Like... Maybe, how many weeks are there total? There's 10 weeks. Something like that. So maybe five, five, six weeks. I'm going to give it you six weeks. You think so? Weeks. Yeah. We'll see. I don't, I, I don't remember where I put her on my list. I had her going pretty early. I think she'll go longer than I, than I put on my list. Yeah, I agree. But I do think. I, so she kissed Matt James. This is another thing. We didn't see that. But okay. she did get his first, a first kiss with him. Which uh, is yeah. making the same. I think yeah, something. Yeah. He does a lot of kissing, though. Yeah, and do you know that he kisses with his eyes open? I've seen it. Yeah, he does. I've seen it. And apparently that's something he addressed, like, offline with the girls. Like, this is just something I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, wow. It's one thing to do it and then, like, have everyone make fun of it. But to do it 
know you're doing it. And while you're on the show, before you're even on TV and people call you out, just be like, hey, fun fact, I kiss with my eyes open. No, he told the girls that. He didn't tell national television that. I'm saying before he was on, like, he knows this about himself. This is something from his yeah. past that he's aware of and he doesn't have any plans to change. No, why would he change himself? That's his whole... Sh Shtick. If I kiss with my eyes open, you wouldn't be saying, why don't you change it? Well, I wouldn't know, because I kiss with my eyes closed. Yeah. Oh, Katie's a bank marketing manager. Yeah, Katie's good. Katie's one of the older girls on this season. I think she's in her 30s. Yeah, people. I deemed Sarah Weepy Sarah. Weepy Sarah. Well, she's gone. She's I know. I was a little bit disappointed that I'm not going to be able to carry that title on unless Do she comes back. Do you think she's coming back? That's yeah, what I asked you. because if you notice, the last thing she says as she's leaving in that car is something about maybe I'm making the biggest mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I don't think she comes back. You don't? No, I don't. Oh, I got to take the opposite position then and say Sarah's coming back. No, she's probably not. Because here's the deal. I wanted to be against it. I wanted you to be for it. No. Okay. Well, I'm not for it because when they were asking Katie all about Sarah, she was like having a hard time remembering anything. Oh, okay. And okay. then they said, do you think she would have lasted long if she was able to like get herself together? And she said, no, I just don't think she was cut out for this kind of relationship. But here's the thing. If Katie goes home before Sarah comes back, yeah. then she wouldn't even know. But this is the thing. Katie is at this point has made up her mind. If Katie was coming back, that would require her to quarantine after she flies over. Oh, fantastic point. Do this whole thing, probably quarantine again before she would see her dad. So I just think it's a lot. I think it's once and done for her. Do we want to talk about our the one-on-one? I, I just want to say it was lame and Matt James could have um, provided a lot more of himself in that date. I love the one-on-one -on -one date. I agree. We didn't see him talk too much about himself. I just don't know anything I get about tired him. Of it though. I loved Serena P. Oh, I love Serena P. I felt bad for her. I wanted him to give a little more. Yeah, maybe he gave more and we just didn't see it because, yeah. like, we've seen him talk about himself so yeah. much already and I don't want to, like, double show it. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Benefit of the doubt, once again. Uh, but I really did like... She's falling in line. That's cute. Yeah. She was, yeah, she was just cute. It was a cute date. I loved her commentary on his turtles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, know? she's super likable, super playful, and, like, um, yeah, it was, it was just good. Good date. We Felt a, like good connection there. We had the return of the charcuterie board, which yes. seems to show up, and return of that wooden barrel hot tub that I think is hideous. Well, they're stuck in this place. I know. I'm just, I wonder how many times we're going to see it. That hot tub's coming back. Don't you worry. Oh, I know it. I do know it. I want to sit in it. I don't. I don't want to sit in it. I'm still thinking about Sarah and her half-hearted apology. Here's the problem with Sarah's apology, in my opinion. She came down and like, you know, she was up there for a while. Sure. She came down. I think there was a way out. She could have said, hey, I messed up. Mm -hmm. I should not have come and talked to him when you were on the group date. She didn't do that. She doubled down. Like mm -hmm. she said, I'm sorry. I made you feel that she way. She said, I'm sorry, but, you know. But you don't know how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. Like she still felt like coming on to the other people's group date and taking up their time was justified. Yeah. And even if she felt that way, she shouldn't have, she should have said, I shouldn't have done Like it's, yeah. you have to like, like Kit was saying, you have to live with these people mm -hmm. for however much longer you're here. Like just say, sorry, just say sorry for doing the thing that they're mad at you for doing. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she had watched the show before. It's, I would guess not. 
Because she was not trying to be strategic. She was just being honest about her feelings. And mm. my guess is if she had any exposure to this show, she would have tried to, you know, get out of the wrath a little bit. It's an interesting thought. I can't imagine going on this show, like knowing I'm going to be on The Bachelor and not watching it. Before. I listened to almost all of the interviews from last season, the guys, and I would say at least a third of them had never seen a bachelor show before. Yeah, but that's men. Men? I don't know. I don't know. It also, I Masculinity think like- makes you do some really dumb things. Yeah. Like, it just like makes guys be so stubborn about stuff like that. I think it would depend, too, on how many people applied for the show and how many people were asked. Because... In Clarentatia season, a lot of those guys were asked to be on the show, unless they were lying, and maybe they weren't. Mm. A lot of them were found on social media and contacted. Katie applied. Abigail applied. So, yeah, I think it also, like, Katie said, I am a huge Bachelor, Bachelorette fan. I applied because I wanted this experience. So, she's... She's being honest, but she's also aware of how things can go and kind of playing the game a little bit. That's a good point. If they just found her, mm-hmm. that would be... And apparently, um, her Instagram is amazing. Like, if she's going to be an influencer, maybe she already is, she's, like, got it down pat. So there is a chance that they did just find her. Anyway, moving on. Sure. Um, Rachel got the rose. I don't know. I didn't... I wasn't... That, whatever. I was a big fan of that. I liked the little conversation that he had with Rachel afterwards. And by I liked it, I meant he was just thinking about sex that whole time. He was licking his lips. Okay, I zoned out. I was writing notes. I didn't, I have to go back and watch it. He 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 licked his lips the whole time. He was like 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 he had his head turned down. He was like, oh my god. <laughs> he basically what he said is, I really liked your story because it was like it could really happen. Oh, okay. I missed all of it. <laughs> it was basically like. We're going to have sex in the way that you described. And then they kiss. Wow. No, I missed it. But it was good. Like, I loved that they... I I felt like she really deserved that because he was right. Like, her story was... It felt... What we saw of it, of course. It felt very honest. It felt like this is... This is how I actually imagine this happening. Mm -hmm. Rather than, like, I'm going to tell, like, a silly story to make the other girls laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was a little awkward, but it felt honest. And that's what he said. He gave her the rose for it. Because he felt like he really connected with her. Yeah. Um, I feel like we can't go on until we give a little bit of shine to Katie for having that conversation with Sarah and connecting on the level that she did. You want to explain what shine is? Um, we're going to highlight her. We're going to give her her early rose that I'm going to end up giving her at the end of this anyway. I'm giving her a rose. Because I feel like if you're listening right now, you're like, well, I feel like it's pretty obvious what shine is. But I said that because that is a word that Liza has taken from school. It's true. We give shine. She gives shine to her students and she's giving shine to Katie. Katie. Who deserves yeah. it? So shine to Katie. Um, all right. I've got some some gossip drama that I want to quickly chat about and then we can play our game. Claire and Dale broke up. Who saw that coming? Raise your hand. Everybody. Well, you know, I wanted to give them benefit of the doubt. Do you know the details of the situation? So the details have not been expressed a lot. However, do you have them or you ask? I know some details. Okay. So this is the biggest detail that I know. 
Claire really wants kids, and he she wants Dale to move from New York City to Sacramento. He's not so interested in either of those happening right now. But Dale's... So Dale and um, Claire both posted something on social media, like, we are separating at this time. You know, we wish the best for each other, da 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 Dale's cousin posts on his story, and I quote, We know the truth. Now unfollow us in real life. At Claire. I don't know if he added Claire, but it was to Claire. Like, basically, like... Stop, stop stalking. Something <laughs> went down. You unfollowed me on social media, so stop bothering us in person. Uh-huh. So I'm just waiting to find out what what the truth is. It's, inter- it's interesting. So they they sort of have different stories, like even their official stories, because Dale basically said we've decided to split. It's the healthiest thing for both of us, mm-hmm. which is usually what people say in these moments. Mm-hmm. I don't. I did not see Claire's Instagram post or whatever it was, but I did hear. That she said, like in an interview or something, that it was Dale's decision, yeah, and she was like devastated by it, mm. which is not the same thing, but it's very on brand, very on brand. Also, that's kind of how breakups generally go, yeah. It's like a, one person says it was mutual, the other person is like, actually, not so. People sort of have a different perceptions of how breakups went after they went, yeah, and, you know, it's not always necessarily dishonest for sure. Um. We've got a game for us, Bobby. Oh, we're going to the game? What about the Rose? Oh, yeah. Who's your Rose going to? Oh, definitely Katie. I already Katie, said that. yeah. I have to give it to somebody else then. Okay, you're going to hate this. I'm going to give it to Victoria. Here's why. I don't think I'm ever going to yeah, want to give her... Yeah, it might be her It might be my only chance. She made me laugh a bunch during this episode. Okay. And by I... laugh, I mean like exhale through my nose as I'm watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I laughed that loud at all. Uh, but... No, that's fine. I'm going to give it to Victoria. Accept it. She she kept things moving this episode. You know, this is when you want that personality. When somebody is doing something and everybody's like angry about it, but nobody's saying anything and you're just like pulling your hair out, like, come on, just like confront somebody, do something. Oh yeah, we're never going to be at a loss for confrontation yeah. with this. As she, long as she's She's going to bring it right to the forefront. So good, good on you for that, Victoria. And... So far, not really anything else. Uh, but we'll see. So she gets my rose this time. Nice. And the game. Yeah. Do you have it already? Yeah. Oh, wow. uh, so my, our, our friend Patrick texted me. Uh, he suggested a game. I'm not going to do oh. quite. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do quite what he said. So he, what he said is that we are going to uh, write uh, erotic novels for each other, like <laughs> what they did in the episode. And no one wants to hear that. Okay. Our moms listen to this podcast. Nobody, nobody wants to hear that. That's just going to be uncomfortable. Uh, but we're going to do sort of a... We're going to do a version of that. Or you're going to do a version of that. Okay? Mm-hmm. And here's how it works. This is going to be your romance novel cash grab. grab. Okay. Um, basically, <laughs> your job is to come up with a plot, a setting... Maybe, like, some characterization a little bit of a romance novel that you're going to sell. And basically, you want to look at the the world right now. I got it. And do... Okay? Hit All right. With it. All right. We've got, we've got a girl who lives... She's, like, um... 
she's ri- she comes from a rich family, but she doesn't want to be rich, and she like is or, or not that she doesn't want to be rich. But she doesn't like the rich and fancy lifestyle. Yeah. She's kind of over it. She just graduated college. She moved back home. She just wants to get out of town. And her father is like, fine, take the boat, take the sailboat, go sailing. And she says, I don't know how to sail. So he hires some, you know, whatever. How did you think of this in seven seconds? (laughs) I was really good at it. (laughs) Um, So she's going to go off for three months. She gets on her sailboat. Her sailboat's called Hickey. She gets on Hickey. And there arises up from under the deck is a rugged... She's a mermaid? Smelly, but like like good. Yeah, like good Smel- smelly. Like sea smelly. Sea smelly, yeah. He's got a, like a rugged beard. Is he a mermaid? Yes Can or no? Can you stop interrupting? No. Pirate? No! Stop interrupting my story. <gasps> He's got a yellow beanie on. He's wearing <laughs> mustard. He has mustard beanie on. He's His name is Mustard? No. <laughs> I'm, ah, I'm mustard. I'm getting into this. Stop. <laughs> this is day one, Bobby. Uh, he has those, um, he has those, like, sea <laughs> s- um, overalls on that are kind of leathery yellow. They're made of seaweed. <laughs> Why do you want him to be a mermaid so much? <laughs> Um, so they go off on this voyage, and at first she's like, ew, smelly man. Because, Bobby, she's 22, he's 31. Oh my god. 31. Mustard Jenkins is 31? Do you want me to write this story or not? This is not a co-author <laughs> Okay, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Continue. So, first few days, it's typical, right? She doesn't really like him, but she's wanted to get away from Temple all of a sudden, out of nowhere, thunderstorm hits. The waves are crashing, and a sea serpent swallows the boat. Okay. Now, <laughs> luckily, rugged, what should we call him? Mustard Jenkins. Oyster. Rugged oyster. We call him Oisey. Oisey has a javelin that he happens to be really good with. So it's they figure out the sea serpent has one of those dangly things in the back of its throat, like we do. So okay. he takes his javelin. Wait, and wait, wait a second. <laughs> they got swallowed by the sea serpent? The boat did. I thought they were like stranded on an island or something. They're in the boat and they get swallowed? Yeah, this is like Pinocchio style. This is one of those romance novels where they're getting digested by an animal inside you of You said the... you were going to let me finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So he, with the javelin... Kind of taps the little the little jiggly thing, and it's out a, they go. It's called a uvula. Out they go, out of the uvula, and <laughs> back in the ocean. Then, all of a sudden, because they had this near-death experience, um, oh, what's her name? We'll call her Liza. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm only kidding. We'll call her... It's a random Judy. name. Judy. Judy realizes... Judge Judy and Mustard Jenkins. I, it's not... It's. Oisey. Got away from Oyster the Sea Serpent. You're making this not fun for me. I'm making it fun for me. Let me finish my story, please. This is not your game. This is my game. Well, it is my game. So then, long story short, they have a nice romantic time on the deck. They fall in love. 
She marries Oisy. They have little children. Those children are mermaids because Oisy's been hiding it. He is a mermaid. That was for you. Have they been on the ocean the whole time? Three months, yeah. They have kids by the end of the three months? No, or? that's like... Um, what is it called at the end? Epilogue, of epilogue. Yeah, I would almost call it a I guess I, I'm wondering, <laughs> are they living on the boat forever? Yes. She's given up her rich, fancy, annoying lifestyle. She's living with her mermaid husband, Oisy, and their children, um, Clam, Sea Star, and Water Buffalo. Imagine... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? You get, I, He's the weird middle child. There's no having to improve water buffalo. That's the best name I've ever heard. <laughs> so how, what do you think? Do you think people will buy this story? I buy I'm going to be honest with you. That was amazing. Thank you. You came up with that so fast. It's great. It's a great story. Thank you. Well, that's all we got to for you today, that's folks. Game, yeah. See you next week. I, Three, I two, one. Bye. Can I walk you out? Yes. You would know. Because I've done it before. And I and didn't know. And you on it. No. This has happened at least once. Really? Yeah. I must have been peeking to see if you actually do it. Yeah. I don't think if I was in such a high-stress situation and being filmed on television that I would think, hmm, I'm going to peek to see if Matt James is kissing, is, uh, kissing me with his eyes open. I don't think I would do that. I peek. Would you have that much, like, calm? I was about to say calmity. Calmness. (laughs) There's a new one. Uh, Okay, no, I'm just a very good peeker. I'm very good at peeking without being seen. Oh. Yeah. Good to know. In all aspects of your life. I can see you very well right now. Bobby is closing his eyes. Can you tell them my eyes open? Are you looking at me through your nostrils or something? Can you tell them my eyes open? No, I can do it to the lip. Yeah. Can see? you tell my eyes are open? And you're looking to see if my eyes open. Can you tell if my eyes are open? No. I'm also a good peeker. Yeah. But I wouldn't do that. No, if I'm going to peek at you, I'm just going to open my eyes all the way. I'm going to look into your eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe that's why you wouldn't uh, want to do that then. <laughs> all right, we're getting sidetracked here. you peek at me when we're kissing? I've peeked, yeah. You're a peeker? Sometimes. I mean, I don't like, ooh, I'm peeking. Yeah, but sometimes I just like... It's like the opposite of a blank. You want to like, like look a, that I'm not peeking back? What are you looking no, for? No, I'm not looking for anything. My eyes just like flash open a little bit sometimes. Oh, that's good to know. Are, do your eyes just, are you like firmly pressing them closed the whole time? No, I'm not thinking about it. It go, goes back to the conversation sometimes we had on our first episode. Sometimes it just, just happens, it happens, it happens. It happens. <laughs>